0: Guys, uh, happy welcome. Friday! That radio. Uh, that that intro was brought to you by Nate Harper and his band of merry men. Uh, <laughs> I think we actually need a slightly shorter intro. I don't know how to do that with the music we have, but maybe it can be remixed. We we uh, taking vo- we're, we're taking volunteers to to remix that intro so it can be faster
1: because we have oh more no money. Goodness. My goodness. So
0: we have a few things to talk about tonight. One of them is I'm really annoyed with Elizabeth Warren. And uh, and I'm also very annoyed with Gala Games. It takes a lot to get me annoyed at Gala Games. I mean, I was just talking to Bitbender, what, two weeks ago? And he made me feel like warm and gushy inside. But
1: I bet he did.
0: He did. <laughs> That's what he does.
1: He's your hero.
0: He's not a bad guy.
1: I didn't say he was. I said he was. Well, your yeah, hero. You,
0: you've already you've already moved him. You're like, no, he's not the bad guy. Everybody he works for is bad.
1: I I have no opinion on that. Oh. I just smile and sit here, and let you apologize.
0: Apologize. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we have brought on Mr. Jesse Hines. Very much appreciative. Appreciate Jesse Hines coming on to uh, to weigh in on some of these issues. Uh, he is on the CryptoFaz Discord, which is in the lower right hand side. Uh if you want to see his his very important comment- commentary on these subjects, he sometimes says things that I agree with. <laughs>
1: see I you automatically You automatically disagree with everybody. Well, just, okay, just to the get part, the drama moving.
0: The part of argument. You're muted by the way, Jesse. The part of argument is to take an opposing side all i want to see is evidence and a lot of people are convinced and they have points and i don't disagree with that i'm fine with that but i'm arguing with a different i actually don't make it very personal i'm just like okay i'm happy to disagree with you let's go you know rolling up my sleeves and everybody else is like <laughs> fuck you Faz.
2: well you make me disagree with you because then you disagree without evidence you know you disagree because people don't have evidence but then you don't bring evidence so then I disagree with you for not having evidence. Of I, of okay. Evidence.
0: <laughs> okay. I do. I, I do like to do what other people do, which is, is speculate. And I do like to separate the speculation from the evidence stuff. And yeah. I like to say things like, wow, somebody has just said that. If that is true, then that, that, and that, and that. Um, and and sometimes what happens is the conversation goes on long enough. And then all of a sudden people are like, well, Faz actually said this. And I do make sure I CYA and, and make sure that I did say I was speculating, but I, I see what you mean. It's easy to get that confused.
1: And then so, then you got the the best ones where I want to throw things when I'm talking to him because you'll give him evidence and he'll go, well, I don't like that evidence.
0: I didn't say that. I yeah. <laughs> I don't say that. I say that I need this evidence to be reproducible. I mean, this, this is the person that says he doesn't believe that people have walked on the moon. Okay. So I just... I can't go to the moon and verify. However, I need it to be able to be verifiable. Um, okay. So Titan, me and forged in crypto were talking in chat (laughs) the other day and forged in crypto was drinking as he has before. And he asked the question, how do you actually trust what other people say or something along those lines? And like, how, how do you actually come to believe things that other people say? And, Yeah, like the rest of you, I like to see it from multiple sources, multiple credible sources. And I mean, if I could find a reference somewhere and an opinion of of a few people, you know, preferably, well, in the case of the moon, I mean, just any scientist, frankly, most scientists, like 99.9% of scientists agree there. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff we can't verify, uh, like, you know, what the devious plans of certain gaming companies are. That's if they're even called game gaming companies. Um, just, we'll get into that too, because uh, Titan doesn't think that Gala Games is a gaming company. What are they, Mister Titan?
1: They're a blockchain company.
0: But that, that's what they've said they are.
1: That's that's what was posted on Twitter.
0: <coughs> okay. Anyway, I don't want to go that direction just yet. So I want to start with Elizabeth Warren, who's who's being a pain in the ass. Um, so she put this bill in through Congress or she, she posted this bill. She's a senator. Um, we call that introduced a bill, um, introduced a bill that actually looks worse than it actually sounds in my opinion. If if you actually start reading it and I'll admit I use chat GPT to help me understand this bill. (laughs) It doesn't say a lot. Uh, it just says we're going to go after certain people. And I think they're just, and and but publicly she's saying we're going to go after everybody. And it, and it seems to me to, to almost be kind of a snoozer, but it's being marketed as like like we're going to crack down on crypto. Would people agree or disagree with that?
1: I, I don't think so. She the, what she's trying to do, I think, is level the playing field with banks, right, because she's she's part of the banking subcommittee and a lot of what she has put forth in the past as well really seems to cater quite heavily towards the banking industry.
0: Well, I I know that she's been saying she wants to regulate this stuff like banks, but I didn't exactly see that stuff in her bill. I saw basically that they wanted to be able to go after stuff, and that seems to be about it. It seems to be... I actually wrote something up on CryptoFaz Academy. That's I'm, I'm drawing a blank at the moment. Uh, while I look that up, uh, did you have any two cents on Elizabeth Warren stuff, Jesse?
2: Yeah, so I assume we're talking about the one that she introduced, I think, yesterday. Um, like the anti-money laundering act or whatever. <clears throat>
0: yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, my, my biggest thought on that is um, that, you know, it's it's one of those bills where they say it's bipartisan, right? Because she has a Republican on board. You know, obviously, Elizabeth Warren is a Democrat, um, and she has a Republican on board, but she has like one Republican on board. Um, and I, I think he's like the guy from Kansas, you know, and I don't really know much about him, but I know that the experiences I've seen from him are, you know, not somebody who i to go to a party with or if I if I did, he'd be like the center of attention because he's like talking about how the earth is flat. Um, But um, hey, those are fighting words with Titans. You better be quiet. (laughs) Yeah. So um, and in the House, I know that they're trying to introduce a similar bill and they're not actually getting bipartisan support. So it's one of those things where, yeah, they are trying to uh, take uh, AML language and apply it to crypto to uh, mining to, you know, all these mixers. Kind of things. Okay. Yeah. Mixers. yeah that's,
0: that's, I just looked to see what I, I wrote here. Uh, here. The, the bill seems to be only targeting mixers.
1: Any unhosted wallet, anything that doesn't have a custodian. <coughs> yeah.
0: Does it really say that? Unhosted yes. wallets? Yes. Yeah. Anything that's not
1: under, under control of a compliant and regulated entity.
0: Yeah. OK, so that actually is a bit of a, a big deal if she's saying we're targeting <laughs> mixers, but it's really going after just unhosted wallets because that would mean you'd no, have it's to not. It's going
1: wallets. after a lot of things, all of that stuff. What they basically want to do is turn it into turn all of crypto and the wallets into a big, giant bank account. And they want access to be able to do things such as freeze funds or track people closer or better, and so on and so forth. Just like a regular bank account. It's not
2: going to get passed. You know, that's just the, the most important thing to know is it's, it's not going to get passed.
1: Well, and, and if, you, if you couple that with uh, her track record, uh, people were saying today that only 11 of her bills in all the years that she's been in there have ever been passed.
0: So that's that's the thing is she's a big firebrand. She she stands for a lot. But if you if you don't actually try to work with people, you're just blowing a lot of hot air. So that's yeah.
1: kind of like we do here
0: now that I did respond to that right away uh somebody uh, on Twitter right after it happened. I was like, you know, given her track record, well, I think we're fine. But yeah, so that, that was my I just wanted to just bring that up because it rather pissed me off um
1: Well, so, so a, a question that I had for Jesse regarding uh-huh. this, well, because you're you're way better at. I thought I knew this stuff really well from all my years of experience on the on the security side, but I'm finding that I need to keep quiet now more because you know way more than I do about this stuff at this. Well, now point
0: Now he does. He might not have no, known a couple I, years hey. ago.
1: No, listen. So, so I I did. I spent twelve years, and and I was registered up to principal, which means I had to supervise KYC, AML, and suitability. So I mm-hmm. I was deep in there, right? So, um, my question is, do you think it's actually feasible for them to want to require that, or do you think it's a, a pipe dream that they would ever get something like that, even whether it's Warren or somebody else, something even similar passed?
2: Well, I think it's kind of impossible, right? Like, h- how do you regulate that on unhosted wallets? You know, how do you force people um, to, to do that? You know, in, in something yeah. that doesn't rely on an intermediary. Um, I think it's kind of one of those things where um, right now, I mean, I don't want to say crypto is unregulated because it is unreg, it is regulated in a sense, but let's say it's unregulated and you want to get it to a point of regulation. Um, sometimes you have to have those people who shoot those crazy ideas out there so you can kind of meet in the middle and i think they're going to find a way to meet in the middle where they might not regulate or they might not do might not do kyc on those those dexes and things like that but on the centralized entities you know any kind of exit point where you can go from crypto to cash that's probably where they're going to do it and they're probably going to add some different kind of technology you know like instead of know your customer know your transaction where you can get wallets that are, you know, commonly linked to people who are engaged in fraudulent activities or or terrorist activities or whatever and then be able to link, you know, it's blockchain, it's very easy to to follow, you know, the line and and link who's doing business with these people and then actually start, you know, blocklisting those wallet addresses as well. And I think that's where it's going to come in, but not like a full KYC AML of of every single individual who's ever touched a cryptocurrency.
1: One one of the <clears throat> one of my favorite talks that i heard you in uh i was coming back uh from a business trip not too long ago and you were on with jeremy and you guys hammered on some of this stuff tremendously well and i mean i i really think that the way that you guys presented that and you you take the baby steps and you 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 take the step and you see kind of what happens and you ask the questions and then you move to that next step. I think that's probably going to be the way a lot of this irons itself out is instead of like going all in and just hoping for the best. And, and unfortunately, I think a lot of these these crypto companies and people who are talking about building Web3 things are just diving in without realizing it and saying, let's see what happens.
2: Oh, yeah. That's every tech not every that's many tech startups, right? You know, that's kind of what they do. They think they're solving a problem and, and they just create a new one.
0: Well, okay, okay. I, I, I wanted to actually defend that concept a little bit because that's how you get innovation. Yeah. Is people just throw themselves at a problem and yeah, one of them's gonna succeed. Yeah. And that's that's how that's you wanna encourage that kind of stuff. So I'm not against that. The problem is it's it's just a mill of wasted money from from our point of view, but from a from a venture capitalist point of view, it's 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 a bet, it's a gamble, and they they're happy to to do that kind of stuff. So you'll always see that in my opinion.
2: Yeah, well I've worked with a lot of startups and you know you're right. You know, you you don't know what the answer is going in. You think you might know the answer, but there are companies that find out that they're wrong and then they pivot. And then there are companies that find out that they're wrong and they just blow through it and keep pretending like they're right, you know, and getting more money. So that that's kind of where the the line happens
0: well have you have you seen that demotivation demotivator poster the demotivator uh, poster set i don't know if you've heard of that um one of them says like uh well they they make fun of this this motivator motivation kind of poster set uh that's frequently hanging in offices but one of them says uh consulting if you want to uh, what's that? Make money by prolonging the problem. They show two people shaking hands. Yeah. There's a lot of money to be made yeah. in, in prolonging problems. And a lot of companies, just like you see influencers on YouTube, um, you know, not being very honest about what they're hawking and everybody in crypto not being honest about what they're hawking. There's certainly a lot of money to be made by not being honest, but by claiming honesty. And the it's really hard to find the good companies.
2: Yeah
1: definitely so i i think <clears throat> they're approaching it from the wrong way instead of collaborating with these companies and finding out and, and encouraging them to do it the right way like hester pierce i think needs to be running the show over there because she's not only open to this stuff she understands the innovation but also She's willing to work with people. And when she says, unlike Mr. Gensler, right, says, come in and let's talk about it. She's not going to slap them with a subpoena 15 minutes later. She'll she'll actually work with them and help them to become compliant. And I think she would bring a, a much different aura to this whole space rather than than the approach that's been used so far. So I would like to see senators and and congressional members bringing up bills instead. that, that take the ability to put people into that gray area and then have, whether it's the SEC, the CTFC, or any of those come in then and guide them on how to achieve what it is they want to achieve. Seed starters doing that right now, right? You're, you're guiding people in the best path so far to take. And it's, you're walking it through a process that's, been approved, right? To to do things the right way. So I would like to see our lawmakers doing it the same way that you're approaching it. I don't think it gets solved until that happens.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that, though, you know, thinking about Commissioner Pierce, I've been a big fan of hers for a, a very long time. But there is a point in time where people were saying, well, I know she's saying to come in, but why should I? You know, there are no these laws don't apply to us. You know, a lot of blockchain companies and things like that were saying none of these laws apply to us. Why do I need to talk to the SEC? None of the laws should apply. Um, And then it took something like, you know, uh, Chairman Gensler coming in and just cracking down hard. And I'm not saying it was a good thing, but it took that for a lot of people to be like, oh, I'll work with Commissioner Pierce, right? You know, I'll (laughs) do that. But for a while, that wasn't a thing, you know, so it's an interesting perspective that sometimes these hammers, um, while not great, do help to create this kind of path forward that's a more reasonable middle ground.
1: Absolutely.
0: Wait a second. Okay, sorry. I, I was trying to figure out how to unmute. Um, <laughs> it's becoming obvious to me that the SEC doesn't want a path forward. And I would, I would suggest that Gary Gensler is just doing political stuff that he really doesn't care I mean, they, they've showed him teaching class. You've seen videos of him teaching classes before he became SEC uh, secretary. Is this secretary head, whatever? Assistant
1: um, to the uh, assistant to the deputy assistant secretary. He's the chairman. That's what it's called?
0: Okay, chairman. Thank you. Um, so it's clear that he knew something, and he he might actually agree with a lot of crypto-oriented people. But it's becoming it's it's become obvious to everybody that he's just somebody's hitman at this point and that they don't have the clearest direction their, their direction. Actually, to be honest, seems to me very Republican in nature. They're just, just pushing forward with an unworkable plan. It looks unworkable. It acts unworkable. So that's, that's the disappointment that I have is they're not actually trying to solve the problem. If at anything, at best, they're trying to delay the problem, but to what end, they, they, they haven't come up with a solution for it. I mean, Look. they're just going to delay it till the next Republican administration then. And the Republicans will. Well, they're for it now because the Democrats are against it. But the Republicans used to be against crypto, too.
2: I'm not a, an SEC apologist. Right. But the important thing that a lot of people tend to forget is the SEC doesn't make laws. You know, this is a Congress issue that, uh, you know, it's. I get it, you know, Chairman Gensler said things in the past and now he's saying different things and sometimes people's opinions just change and sometimes their eyes are opened up by new things. But realistically speaking, we're like mucking around in the mud of something that the SEC shouldn't even be handling. This should be in Congress's hands. They should be passing laws and they should have passed laws 4 years ago. They should have passed laws 8 years ago, it, but we're still here.
0: It seems to me like it's a power struggle of some sort. Where somebody in the government has determined that crypto, probably the finance people, banking, treasury, whatever, uh, FDIC has determined, not FDIC, Federal (laughs) Federal Reserve, uh, has determined that crypto is going to go around the U.S. dollar and our traditional system. I believe that somebody in government thinks it's a matter of national security, and that's why they're pulling this bullshit that they're doing right now. It is. It is. Because if if the dollar starts becoming subservient to Bitcoin, we have lost our control. Let me give a little background. In World War II, most of the world's economies, uh, big economies, were destroyed by uh, by war, by the Germans and Japanese. The United States was relatively unscathed, and we were able to provide leadership in, in critical areas, infrastructure, and finance. And we did. And we rode a wave that we built starting in the in the 1940s up until now. Now, once Bitcoin came along, that's starting to threaten that. I would say other things were, too. But Bitcoin was accepted because people are starting to get really pissed that the United States is is still. Running the world off the dollar isn't it? Isn't it true that there's there's certain things that you can buy like wheat and and, and wool and, and oil or something like that that's priced only in U.S. dollars. You have to have U.S. dollars to buy these things. Um, that's 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 that puts us at a heck of an advantage. There are, there are countries that use the U.S. dollar for their legal tender. Argentina just moved over to it, I think, and I believe Nigeria does it. That means when we print more dollars, it's not only a tax on us, but it's a tax on other countries too. So we have this almost inexhaustible supply of dollars that we can pull from. If Bitcoin gets, crypto becomes big, it threatens all that. All that goes away and the United States loses control. And then now we can't be as irresponsible as we have been with fiscal policy. That's my rant.
2: I mean, it could, right? But at the end of the day... If you really think about it, and it's important to put this this one caveat out there is a separate conversation needs to be had about whether securities laws need to be changed. Okay, so just just throwing that out there. But the truth is a vast, maybe not majority, but a good amount of blockchain and cryptocurrency companies. And I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but they have they have violated securities laws. Now, once again, we can talk about whether these securities laws should be as they are. But they have, you know, there's a lot of fundraising going on. That's not following the traditional model of how fundraising should happen under securities laws. And so, you know, what is happening is that a lot of people are, you know, are are getting accused of fundraising in illegal manners, you know, in unlawful manners, you know, unregistered security offerings. And it might feel like this big hit job. And, you know, there probably is some politics there. But there's on the side of law, you can kind of paint any argument you want and the argument that crypto companies are issuing unregistered securities isn't far-fetched. You know, it's realistic.
0: Well, is it, is it realistic? Okay, so we, we just talked about how, com- uh, how companies, how capitalism works is that companies will try anything and everything to see what sticks and then okay. run with that. To me, it's a gamble with all these Web3 companies, and yes, I'm looking at you 2 playable, where they, where they start, they come up with a way that they're doing something that's not entirely legal, um, and they just want to see how far they can get. And I, I, I singled out Playable because they are actively telling you, you're going to profit off this, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And of course, they've located themselves in, what, Saudi Arabia or some... Airport, Dubai. Dubai, to where it's okay. Well, sorry the, the U S government's going to come after you. If you, if you have a, eventually U S
2: customers. Yeah.
0: One, they're going to cut off U S customers. But I mean, if, if they get, if they get going with multiple countries, they're, they're then going to go to the next step and, and start saying, Hey, Dubai, we're not going to give you those fighter jets until you uh, turn in this playable guy, which is what they did with CZ Binance, not with fighter jets, but they did. They put that kind of pressure on CZ Binance. Now CZ Binance is like, okay, well, I violated some U.S. laws. I got to pay the piper and I'm stepping down. Um, That's how the U.S. enforces its vision around the world, an example of how they do it. So that's what gets me is all these companies are trying whatever they can try. And yes, in, in deference to Jesse, some of them know they know that they're that they're not going according to existing laws but they're also asserting that crypto is not subject to these existing laws. So how do you tell the difference between somebody who's doing that in bad faith and somebody who actually believes that
2: it's hard to tell, right? You have to be on the inside. I mean, look at Uber, right? And this isn't even a crypto company. Uber was violating many laws and they, you know, specifically like the whole medallion, like mafia situation going on there and when you look at it now, you look at it and you say, "Well, Uber was right, but then they also violated all these privacy laws." You know that were they were absolutely wrong in, um, and and so, like I said, on the inside, it's the only way you would know is is who's doing it right, who's doing it wrong. But there Uber's actually- still around.
0: They're they're oh fine, they violated the laws, but there's there's money to be made to for to 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 bolster your defense until the def- the the uh, the government can come after you. So if you make billions of dollars. And then the government comes after you. Great. All this money, all these ill gotten gains you've gotten in the meantime can just support your, your legal case. Yeah. And then you can make it work. You can make it legal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the inside, you know, from, from a legal perspective, the question always comes down to, you know, you're always going to be trying to push and stretch laws, but when are you realizing that you have no actual argument and you're still pushing it saying you have an argument, you know, that's at least, where I come from, where, where I, I mean, I draw the line earlier because I'm a lawyer and I'm conservative, but if I was a founder in that area, that's where I think the line would be drawn.
0: Well, so uh, I, I'd like to, to mention a, a company like Gala games. Um, I got interested in Gala. <laughs> yeah. I know you won't have any comment about that. Um,
1: that's I why got he's in- saying it. He doesn't want <laughs> you to comment.
0: Well, I got interested in Gala games partially because I saw that their founder was a lot like Steve jobs and Steve jobs is an asshole was an asshole. He got things done because he pushed things through, pressed people's buttons and, and was a general asshole to everybody that worked for him. And, and of course people who didn't work for him. And I saw, Oh, this is, this is a bet. This is a risk. Um, this is, this is a possibility he could get somewhere and they're not alone. I think uh, other companies like Playable do similar things. The, a lot of the Web three companies are play are, are just playing Russian roulette, just hoping that 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 they can make it big. And where was I going with that? I where I was going with that? <laughs> no now. idea.
1: Who knows?
0: <laughs> um, so I did. I did like. So from a speculation point of view, I think it's it's cool to to speculate on these gaming companies, but investors. Speculation is not an investment, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I have oh, a problem God. with the with the word investment with crypto because you're not buying something.
1: You're, oh, you're not buying the, can the can of worms! The can worms is cracked well, and not, is open, buying, and there's worms starting voting. to come out.
0: All right, you're not buying voting power. You're not getting something. What what do you, what do you got with crypto? I think I think it 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 it, it kind of sidesteps what we consider to be traditional assets or traditional um, like stocks and bonds. Now, yes, could, could crypto could, could NFTs and stuff be effectively or, or some sort of stock in a company? Maybe. I think that still needs to be hashed out. I think there is an angle where, where crypto is its own entity personally, but you have to have support from, from government agencies for that to happen.
2: But does something have to be stock to be an investment, right? Like I could go to the store and buy a bunch of candy bars with the goal of selling those candy bars in the street. And those candy bars to me are an investment. You know, it's not stock in the company or the store. You know, the issue isn't the word investment. And, I, you know, like when I buy a lot of crypto and when I buy NFTs, you know, even when I bought early gaming NFTs, I bought them to play it. But I also bought because, you know, if the game takes off maybe i can sell it for more maybe it's worth something Well,
0: that it and was, that's that's speculation is it? yeah uh, i guess what's the definition of investment uh, did you just say that what what is the definition <laughs> i would think investment is you buy something that you hope will grow right well i mean speculation does the same thing but you know that it may not
2: but and an investment isn't a security right so like like pokemon cards could be an investment baseball cards can be an investment it doesn't make it an investment contract but an investment to me is something like, if I buy it, uh, I think that value go up. And that value go up could be from my efforts entirely and nobody else's. But that that's how I think about investments.
0: It's- oh, okay. Okay. Back when uh, the third Star, third Star Wars prequel came out, what's what was that called? Revenge of the Sith. Um, there was a Walmart opening up near me. Mm-hmm. And I knew the Walmart was going to open like a month after Revenge of the Sith came out. And I knew that they were buying all their stock probably a month beforehand and so i arranged to be in there on that first day to pr- go into the action figure section and buy the rare oh action figures and i went in there and i bought up all of the stuff that i knew was rare because i knew that mm-hmm. it would be there was that an investment or is that speculation what is that well it could be an investment it's spe-
2: speculation is an investment right like if you're speculating that something's going to be worth more it's an investment it doesn't mean that you own stock. It doesn't mean it's a security. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. It's just you saw something you think it's going to be more valuable, um, and you bought it. Right. That's it. I, well, we're why, too why afraid can't, of the word investment. I don't know why.
0: The reason the reason I've I've been making a big deal about investment is because the SEC makes a big deal about the word investment, investment contract. Okay, so. If the SEC sees on somebody's website that you are offering investments, they will make that their, their prime example. Oh, my God, they're offering investments. You can't say it in your white paper that's an, it's yeah. an investment because people will get the idea that's an investment contract. That's why I make such a big deal about yeah. the word. Is And then to me, then, that the, the SEC is probably talking about some official use of the word, but everybody else uses the unofficial use of the word. Yeah,
2: so, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So
0: sorry. that that's, that's all that that says to me that the SEC is capitalizing upon the confusion.
2: First well, part. yeah, there needs to be a clear line, right? Like a company saying this is an investment is a problem, but a comp like a company creating something and then a person buying it because it's an investment to them, that's not the issue, you know. Where where the SEC is, I mean, look, the SEC is overstepping. So I don't want to like act like they're these white knights in this situation. But where they're really honing down are where companies are making these statements saying, you know, buy this, you make money. Buy this, you get rich. You know, that's where the problem comes because then people start to have these expectations. But if I just make something and let's say I sell rocks in the street and somebody decides, oh, I can make money off those rocks, you know, and they do and they make money. It's not like I sold an investment to them. They just decided that those rocks were an investment to them and they made money on them.
1: It's I've maybe so. Then it's 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 who's defining what if if money is to be made, right? So that that might be an easier way to break it down. So if a company sells something with the intention to make make it valuable versus a person just assuming it'll be valuable and doing what they will with it, is that fair? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair.
0: Okay, wait, wait. I'm thinking about the rocks analogy here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's
2: a bad analogy. I just thought of whatever I could think of.
0: You well, know, I'm just I'm just thinking if you, if you bought certain mm-hmm. rocks and you were able to make that, well, I'm thinking of the De Beers company who who, who owns like 90% of I mean, diamonds yeah. and has, has made diamonds a lot more valuable than they actually are by, by controlling the market. Mm-hmm. I don't know, are diamonds an investment for them? For them, but I mean, like you buy a diamond from them,
2: you know, an engagement ring is... It, you might think that I can buy this diamond and make money, but are you buying an investment contract in, in their company? No, you know,
0: well, they can, they can control the supply and demand apparently, if, you know, cause they own like 90% of the market and they pro, you know, so that's, that to me says that, okay, you are depending on their efforts.
2: Yeah. But a big key to it is like, are they going out there being like, buy this, me make you money. Right. You know, that I don't know why I went with bad grammar on that explanation, but I did. <laughs> But, you know, are they are they saying like, buy this and because we're going to build this thing, it's you know, you have a reasonable expectation, maybe not in those words. But, you know, you think you can make money because I'm going to create this whole thing. No, with diamonds, they're just selling you diamonds and that's it. You know, they're not promising you to make a market on diamonds. You might know they're going to, but they're not making any promises and they're not making like diamond version 2.0 where you can put that diamond and it dances for you or something. You know,
1: if you um,
2: two
0: diamonds, you'll get a more expensive one. Well, okay. So
1: I am really glad that you brought that up because this has been something that I have, I have tried to shove down Faz's throat for three years on this show. And, and that's a really, really valid point that, (laughs) that was made because, because when, when, when you, when you have that, that expectation there and, and Faz is always pushing back on the reliance of others and if you buy something and there's that expectation that 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 whatever it is is only valuable if the company who sold it to you makes it valuable or doesn't make it valuable there's a big difference between that and rocks yep yeah. so yeah. that is that is something faz we have argued about that ad nauseum on this show, and, and that is that link there that I was trying to get through to you. And the also, we had an interesting discussion. Jesse, I don't know if you were part of this. This was a way long time ago. You might have even still been employed at that point. Um, we, we had a big discussion around the, the whole thing with expectations on that and how companies can set expectations without saying anything about setting expectations. And that is a really gray area that is starting to flesh itself out in my opinion. Right. So let me use, let me use, let me use an example of um, like the lightning network for Bitcoin, meaning you, you have this company it's it's a lab right it's lightning labs that develops this this layered a layer 2 on on top of bitcoin so people are buying in and paying fees on that and using that layer 2 and is that is that an expectation that can be set because lightning labs is there to collect fees make money and and develop further That is is that a definition of that? It's so gray. Anything could be considered that at this point. How do we tighten that down?
0: Well, the the
2: the the best answer would be Congress, right? Like passing laws, explaining what this means. But the truth is, the way that we're tightening it down is the SEC is throwing a bunch of lawsuits against the wall, and we're going to see which ones stick. Um, you know, I'm not going to say I like this approach, but I do feel that in five years we're going to have a better idea of what an investment contract is solely because they did this. Now, once again, I want to say I don't, I wish it was just Congress passing laws. That's that's the the better way.
0: That to me says well, the SEC doesn't even know how to go about solving this problem if they're just throwing bullshit and and trying to trying to get some sort of clarity that way. And, and it's not, by the way, it's not them looking for clarity, in my opinion, it's them trying to own the, the, the space They they want to say, these are securities. We reserve the right to define what securities are. And they've even gone as far as to say something could be what a currency and the security at the same time,
2: which you can, that makes sense. Um, but you know, the, the truth is, look, like I said, I, I, I hate to play the side of like SEC apologists. I hate to defend them, but, you know, they're not wrong in a lot of the arguments they're making. They are wrong in, in arguments, but, you know, there has been a lot of unregistered securities by the book of what an unregistered security is um, in the blockchain space. Once again, we should probably talk about that book
0: and we should probably rewrite those rules. But, you know, could it be because crypto makes a lot of money? Because I I would bet that there's a number of products out there that could be considered unregistered securities. Just just regular, you know, cheap products. I don't have any examples. I had some the other day, but I forgot them. Um, I bet there's a lot of things that can't be, uh, that, that would be considered unregistered securities, personally. Well, maybe. I- okay, here's, here's I- one. Um, my son had a toy where it, you you dig out this little gem or something from this action figure they gave you, and they had some rare ones and not very rare ones. Oh, and, of course, Magic the Gathering is another good example. You have rare things and not rare things. They sell them in packets, and obviously they, they, they've got a fan club, and obviously they, they, they fan the flames of the fan club, and, and obviously, <laughs> frankly, the fact that, they're still making cards and these action figures are still making these little gems and stuff like that. <clears throat> People are finding, find value in that. The longer Magic the Gathering, I'm just switching to Magic the Gathering. The longer Magic the Gathering is around, the more, in my opinion, the older stuff is going to be worth because it's it's constantly keeping, it's an advertisement. Ooh, this is a really rare card. We never reprint this one. I mean, isn't that a similar kind of thing?
2: Okay, so It's so hard to compare things, right? But, you know, when you think about a Magic the Gathering card that you have, do you have a reasonable expectation that the money that you're giving them is going to develop something for your card specifically that's going to increase its value? Maybe they're developing the game.
0: I think I do. Uh, Also, Magic cards appreciate better pound for pound than gold does.
2: Yeah, but just because something goes up in value doesn't mean you have an expectation. That it's going to go up in value or a reasonable expectation that's based on the efforts of that company
0: well Ma- Magic the Gathering for example now they're they're getting their co-branding I think they have a doctor who set they have a Doctor Who set which I bought they have a Warhammer set they have this set they have that set so yeah my doctor Who sets gonna be worth something more because they've they're they're going into Warhammer and they're going into other uh, Walking Dead they have a Walking Dead set um so it's to me yes it is reasonable. To, to to expect that I'm going to get more money. Okay, they can also point to the, the fan club, too. The...
2: What other utility are they building for your card? You know, like, what else is happening for your card? Or are you just saying they're building the entire ecosystem and they're being good business people and they're bringing in more companies to the ecosystem? They, know, they, that,
0: they are doing that, yes. That's a little different than, like, let's say you bought
2: a card and the company also in a sense, created a secondary market for that card. And, you know, the expectation is, oh, well, you buy this and you can sell it. You own it. You you can do whatever you want with it. (laughs) We have this market because of the technology that we created. You know, that's what starts to put blockchain in a whole nother confusing realm is that like every company who creates some kind of smart contract, they're doing it because of the, you know, like magic cards, someone else has to create that secondary market. But in blockchain, you know, it's like inherently already created for you. I'm um, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, we we we've been going for a while, so we should probably wrap this topic up if we yeah, want to I, stay I, close to I, an hour. But I, 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 I want to the, yeah. the, the gala that
0: the, uh, the the gala thing this week. That, that So
1: I, I, I do want to close with this. I tried to jump in a few times there. Um <laughs> One one of my one of my big concerns, right? You guys can roll your eyes at me all you want. I I do I do have a serious problem with Congress developing laws around crypto because the vast majority of them are corrupt. There's lobby money. There's bankers with a lot and of they, money.
0: They don't know. And there's about
1: there's bill. a you know you have people who walk in there and they they get a $200,000 salary and by the time they leave congress they're worth you know $16 million. So i i just i think the whole system needs an upgrade. I think I think an independent council an independent body somewhere needs to be the one that creates the laws on that to take the Everything out of it, because Faz, you said it yourself just a few minutes ago, crypto's got a ton of money, too. So now you're going to have this battle where the lawmakers are going to sit back and they're going to watch their treasuries fill up with banking money and crypto (laughs) money. And in the meantime, we're the ones that are going to end up getting fucked on this side of it because we don't know which one of them are going to pay those people more money. That's so a much that, bigger
0: lift if, if you're gonna well, start asking to change how the government works. Where are you
2: gonna find well, the independent entity and what makes them independent? I, you know? Jesse,
1: I wish I had an answer, <laughs> man. But but I, I know that that money talks just like in law, right? The person with the most money gets the most favorable law treatment. Uh, and, no matter and, what
0: country, that's 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 universal, that's worldwide, by the way.
1: In in right. So in in Congress, I, I think there's an inherent problem with that, that we need to ferret that stuff out. And get people in there that aren't career politicians that get those term limits in. We've got to, we've got to reform Congress I think before you're gonna have, we can I, I think reform the laws.
0: I, I think that's a really big lift and in, in a subject of, of its own dedicated podcast. Not no, no, I get you. Episode. But
1: I, I just want to get that out there because <laughs> we even talked about it at the beginning of this cast, right? You know, Warren is on these banking committees and suddenly she's against crypto. Well, whatever committee that you're on where you're getting the pack money and everything else funneling into you is kind of where your loyalty is gonna gonna lie. And and that unfortunately is is not good for you, me and uh, Jesse over there who just wanna get into this technology and have a have a, a great great future with what this technology can provide.
0: Uh, Zorro su- suggests that you talk to Elon Musk about changing that system. He's the only one with, n- with enough money.
1: Yeah, he's working on it. He's doing a pretty good job so far, I think.
0: All right. I, I do have limited time, so I want to get into the the subject that I really wanted to get into, uh, which was about Gala Games introducing this bridging system or th- their bridging system. So <clears throat> Gala Games has their own blockchain now. Is it called Gala Chain now? Is that his yes. actual name? So, if you want to use NFTs on in Gala on the games in Gala Gala Games on their site, then (laughs) you need to you need to have it on Gala Chain. And previously, everything's been on the Ethereum blockchain, and the games at the Gala Games website have used them on the Ethereum blockchain, but not anymore. They've come up with their own chain because they want to do things that only they can do. See, see our previous episode from BitBender explaining that. Um, and apparently it's a big fee to move things to and from this gala chain. Uh, can you verbalize this a little bit better than me, Mr. Titan?
1: So what parts? Because there's a lot of moving parts here.
0: The actual movie. Well, it, it seems movie, to be. Or... It seems to be really expensive to play a game. It's like, oh, I'm going to play a game. I got an okay. NFT. I'm going to pay two hundred dollars for this NFT. Okay, now I've earned two hundred dollars. Let's pull this out. Oh shit! The fees are two hundred dollars. What the fuck? So, well, what what have you gained? And who gets so, the
1: fee? Yeah. So that that is a giant mess right now. So you you have a couple of components here, and and there are certain individuals who are saying blaming it on ETH and, oh, my God, the ETH fees are there. And the narrative is, oh, ETH is the problem. ETH isn't the problem on any bridging fee in the Gala ecosystem. Because if you go to etherscan.io, you can push a little button at the top and it'll open up a box and it'll tell you exactly what the bridging fees are. And lately, those bridging fees have been anywhere from... 12 to $35. Yet the fee to move anything from GalaChain to ETH has been $80, $220, $450. Who gets those? Fees? Who gets those? Nobody gets them technically. Um they're,
2: they're they are, well they're supposed they're, to be burned. Right above what Gala uses, and then you would think the way that works is that half goes to Gala, half goes to nodes at at the back Mm -hmm. end, right? Like it adds to the distribution pool.
1: The back end of the distribution pool, it's not paid out today. Remember when this was like a year ago when they came up with that
0: um, that, that system,
1: right, where if you buy something in the store, the money is burned and then it goes to the back of the queue. They're trying to to pump up the back end when, as the node rewards go down, there's still going to be funds available down the um, road.
0: Re- really quick, a sidebar about burning, and, and this is just something I think about from time to time. Why do people burn crypto? Why do why do companies burn crypto? If things are supposed to be decentralized, Why do, why do you see various companies burning this crypto? Can anybody respond to that?
2: I don't want to speak for every company, but a lot of companies that I've seen do it, not all, um, do it because they think it's going to pump the price of the token.
0: So the, the whole, it seems to me that the whole purpose of a burn, and I mean, even including XRP, my favorite, um, they burn XRP. Uh, um, the, 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 whatever those are called uh, the Oh, burning. like minor
2: burns could be for spamming, to prevent spamming, right? I thought you meant like large burns.
0: Well, I was I was thinking, well, that too. Yeah, I was thinking burns in general because uh, any odd crypto every once in a while will be like, we're introducing a burn. Wouldn't that be like a red flag for the SEC right there if you're burning all this stuff? We're going to come after you. I mean, that that says to me if you're burning, you want the price to go up.
2: Yeah, along like, In a vacuum, it's not enough, but it's definitely part of the analysis where they see, hey, why did you do this burn? And then, you know, a lot of it will be, what was the marketing around this burn? Like, you know, we did this because of X and there's a really good reason they did it. That's one thing. But we, you know, the other is like, we did it because we love you and price go moon, you know, right? That's like a a whole (laughs) another situation. Or broken English. So (laughs) Gala
0: Games is burning Every time you, you purchase an NFT, they're, they're saying how they burn a certain amount, which I don't know what that amount was, but they burn a certain amount. They take they take some for themselves. I thought they actually said that they that they burn all of it. All well, of they do.
2: Thing. So they they, they uh, in, in the case of this, they're like, let's say they spend fifteen dollars in that uh, bridge fee. From my understanding, they're refunding themselves that fifteen dollars and then taking the remainder and burning it, right? Like burn is a weird word because that token is burned, but then a new like allowance of that token is created in the contract that will then go to node owners at some point. Because now there's this whole, the way that the, like the, the node owner halvings worked are not based on like time periods, it's based on how many tokens are left. Um, and then they're adding to the back end so that that number keeps in, increasing in a sense. Um, so it makes halvings go by slower.
0: But it's also going to prevent people. Is it going to prevent people right now from if, if you burn a bunch of tokens right now? Is it going to prevent the nodes from getting more money now? It's just going to push it off to the end. It's, they're just going to get money longer, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's essentially it. They get. I don't want to say they get money longer, right? Uh, but yeah, they're the having it takes longer for that having to go into effect.
1: So why it's pretty would complicated well, system?
0: So okay. So I was talking to my son the other day about investments in stocks and, and stuff like that. And he was telling me about things that he's learned in school. And I'm like, you're going to find out pretty quickly when you get into an investment that people, that's not going to be straightforward. They're always going to have, well, in this case, this is going to happen. And then the interest rate's going to go up. And then you have this thing right here. And that this, especially with crypto, they, they seem to have all this complication involved with with you buying their crypto um isn't that just par for the course i mean everybody does it then
1: right it's friction and there's good friction and bad friction and there's there's legitimate reasons for friction and there's illegitimate reasons for friction for example if a if a if a company wanted to um Let's say encourage people to stay within their ecosystem, and they artificially or purposefully jack up fees to seven hundred dollars for every transaction that that's you make. That's called vendor.
0: That's called vendor lock-in in the IT world, yeah, and it's so, quite legal.
1: So, r- can I finish my thought? While it might be legal, is it is it a going to encourage people to join your platform? Or B, is it is it the right thing to do for the community who has supported you? And C, all you're doing is creating bad friction there. It it's just to me, it's it's a it's defined as either an intended or unintended consequence. And the power to set those fees has a direct bearing on that as well, right? So ETH. It's based on demand, right? If there's a a shit ton of people using the ETH network for a variety of things, there's only so many places that those transactions can go to get validated. So, of course, the fees are going to go up and the people who are willing to pay more fees are going to go get it to the front of the line. It just might take longer. There's no max supply of
0: ETH either. They're, They're printing up ETH.
1: Hang on. So if... That's a natural course of things. If if you put into place a system that purposefully causes that that friction or that fee to go up for the purpose of dissuading people to move assets, that's an entirely different thing. And that's why I'm saying it, it's it's in the eye of the beholder as to where that good and that bad line is
0: okay well then ostensibly
1: who does it benefit
0: what is the what is the it sounds like you're saying if the sole reason for that is what's the ostensible reason for for gala games burning uh gala what have they given any real reason for why they burn gala just so you can get more rewards later
1: I, I that was a while ago. I don't want to comment on that myself because I don't remember exactly the context. And I don't want to I don't want to say something that I'm just talking out my ass with.
0: Hey, you're you're learning. <laughs> no, I'm just giving you shit. Wow. Um, so, yes, <laughs> I cannot think of a good reason why you would want to burn and repopulate unless you have a specific reason, which is I might run out of of stuff but i i don't know i could see ethereum working without their burn mechanism too so what's
1: well so 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 with gala here's here's my opinion on that okay everything that that the gala ecosystem has done over the past 12 months has been geared completely and totally towards doing whatever it takes to keep people from selling any asset that they have.
0: They're doing a bad job of it because and, they're staring the shit out and of their so, so investors. And it
1: could, so it could be just pure coincidence that the dynamic fee structure took effect right when the music token launched. I, I don't know, right? It, They could have had that planned for months. I, I don't know that. What I do know is that when you look back at the, the node vote, to shut down um, the ability to mint without penalty, um, that's encouraged to keep people from minting the token. It's incur- the gala fees are ridiculous too, and and that just happens to dissuade people from from moving assets off the platform. When when everything is geared like that towards one. One reason I tend to believe that any other thing that happens after that probably isn't coincidence.
0: All right, you got nothing uh, there. No, I, I, I was was. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to give other people space to talk here because I've, I've been, I feel like I've been hogging the microphone here. Um, we, we got Jesse here. Um, Jesse as a, as a Gallic Games customer because you own oh. nfts right i don't know do you i do okay yeah. as a gala games customer what do you think of the burning system or the, of this this new system that they have with with the with the fees the ex- really high fees and they're they promised to burn and so on
2: uh so are we just talking about the the minting, you know, the the bridging to Ethereum, like the how bridging. much it costs. Bridging yes. is what yeah. I was asking. Look, I mean, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not secretive about this. You know, I made a uh, kind of a, I tweeted about it. I don't like it and I don't really get why it's happening. It really doesn't make much sense. And the biggest reason that people are telling me is it's to, you know, if, if you're at Gala Games, you should be here to game. You shouldn't be trying to extract value and, and take value off chain and, and blah, 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 blah. And that's, that's wonderful and all, but, you know, Gala, when when it started, it wasn't just about gaming, right? And now they're saying they're not just a gaming company, they're in L1. It was about gaming and giving people, you know, whether it's people in, in need or whether it's people in U.S. Or, or whatever, an opportunity to own their assets, but also earn, you know, and not just earn from gaming, but earn from things surrounding gaming, like, you know, decentralized hosting and, when I thought of those ideas, it wasn't, oh, you can earn, but if you want to actually really earn, right, make money from that, you now need to pay these, what I see are extravagant fees because sometimes they're, what, 10 times of what's happening, you know, this whole surge burning thing, they're 10 times. Um, I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're working on it. Um, but the truth is, I don't see why they can't go back to the system where they just make it $20, you know, every single time. Um, so the short answer is I don't like it. I don't get it. It doesn't really go, in my opinion, with the original goal. You know, I don't want to speculate as to why they're doing it or, or anything like that, but it doesn't make sense to me.
0: personally. Well, I'm I'm my concern about it is is this an ecosystem that can support itself? Because they have said from the beginning, and I believe I've even gotten Bitbender to reaffirm that the ultimate one day goal is for them to be able to actually step out and let this ecosystem run itself. Now, personally, I think that was that would be the worst business decision that they could ever make. In in fact, they would only step out if they realized that this IP or the, that this uh method <coughs> of doing things was no longer profitable. That's my opinion about when a company would actually step out. But they've also given a timeline, I believe, on on one of their on their draft white paper, didn't they? Where like ten years from now they're they're going to have decreasing influence as time goes on.
2: Yeah, I think what he's talking about right is decentralization, and mm-hmm. I think that's a good model. Um, but the latest steps, in my opinion, like this this feed doesn't feel decentralized; it feels centralized, right? Because did I vote on it as a node owner? Did you vote it on? Did anybody vote on it? You know, it it doesn't feel like a decentralized thing. Well, that's
0: another big question: is is what the f- fuck do voters actually vote on i mean apparently they're they're we're only voting on things that Gala games finds important now of course i i believe we have been told we could certainly submit an idea to be voted on but when does that happen how often do we vote we vote like very very little and even then it it seems to me that the votes are almost a rubber stamp on a plan that they have and they're like okay we'd like to do this and they're not telling you that they got this done, like, right away. Like, the vote on the Gala V2. I mean, it was like, vote done. Okay, we've done it. They had that shit in process. And we the didn't vote, vote on V2. What's that?
2: I don't think we voted on V2.
0: I thought, I, I thought we voted on some aspect of it.
2: We voted on the node penalty. I'm saying penalty. I know everyone's going to say it's incentive. But node minting penalty. But definitely not V2. V2 was just like, here you go. This is what you're doing.
0: Well, I was in the middle of a big move at the time, so I don't recall a lot about that, Uh, though though it it did worry me. And and I did sell some gala at that time because it did worry me. But um, so that would be, in my opinion, worthy of a node vote. But it I don't know. It's I I don't like the whole concept of these nodes. They keep moving the cheese. It's it's first the nodes are gonna do this. The founders' nodes were gonna do this, then they're gonna do that, then they got new nodes, then they got town star nodes, then they got uh oh well it's not town star nodes anymore, it's it's common ground nodes. And what are they doing? Well, they're not gonna do what they were supposed to do anymore. They're they're changing how they're working. So on a daily basis or, or a monthly basis, it's kind of hard to even know what the hell you bought because the cheese keeps getting moved so often. I actually had a, a friend who had a business like this. Um, he owned a gaming shop. Um and um, th- this, he, he, he couldn't make enough money in my analysis. He couldn't make enough money to get, um, to make a, a steady profit. He was selling, he was selling magic cards and stuff like that. He get profit, he get bursts of profit, but then the profit would go down and then he'd switch his business model to other things like, like video games or classic computers or, or some other thing. And he'd always be restocking the, the, the store with other things. In the end, he just ran out of money and ran out of ideas, but it was a slow decline. And I feel like Gala Games is doing a similar thing with their nodes. They, they got a great idea. It started making less money, and they, they're they just like, okay, we'll do this now. Okay, we'll do this now. Okay, we'll do this. Well, at a certain point, they're going to step out and be like, okay, we said we are going to step out when, in truth, they could have just been milking the idea for, for 10 years, and now the, the, the idea is milked out.
1: So so one of the things somebody brought this up. I can't take credit for this thought, and, and I, I don't have it in front of me to to give the proper credit, but somebody made a really good point in one of the Twitter threads about these Gala fees. And I think it's worth noting that this is a really bad look. If if Gal is trying to attract people and companies to build on their chain. And what's happening right now is people are seeing that there's a $300 fee to get stuff from ETH or get stuff to ETH from Gala chain. How is anybody in their right mind from a company standpoint going to want to build on that chain? That's, that's a, a really stupid move. And well, this well, is, they've already you know, moved.
0: They've already m- removed one of the primary reasons for building on it. Before it was, let's build on, uh, Mirandus or let's build on on Superior. Now it's like you could just have whatever, on on our Gala chain. You could have just whatever you know your ch- your chess game or your own thing or or maybe maybe your music streaming system. They they want you to invest something to build on the chain. It's not just gaming anymore.
1: Well, it okay. So that that was one of the big things that attracted Gala to Gala Chain is that well, the the chain that they built on is there's there's virtually no fees required. Any fee that you see on Gala Chain is Gala imposed, right? What because about fees
0: it, to to go to and from Ethereum?
1: anything above the bridging fee that eth has cuz eth does charge a fee to obviously process the transaction to get it onto the eth chain so anything above that is something that was chosen by the person on whatever chain they're on whether it's gala chain or if you know you you talked a lot about playable right they have their their own chain on on the avax network so if if they decided they wanted to to put a fee on that to bridge from their chain onto Avax, they could do that. But again, that's that's optional. Now, do you really want to be doing that to the to the community? Why would you want to do that to the community? That makes no sense to me.
0: Well, Gala obviously has a number of suckers. I mean, of people that are willing to continue um, in, <laughs> investing, um, buying NFTs and buying stuff. They have a number of people that believe them. And to to a large degree, I believe in them. Um, however, I believe I can fly. However, what I have bought hasn't always been, oh, I just want to play this as a game. They've been speculations of mine, just like me speculating buying those action figures at Walmart. Which, by the way, I felt like a total heel when I did it because uh, there's like this little kid who was like picking action figures off and I was just pulling all this shit off the shelves and I was like, you know what? I'm one of those assholes <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that the kids hate. And so I, I, I just took a few and then I left and then I'm just like, I, I, I hated myself because this kid should have had this nice action figure. Had no one been around, it would have been great. And I think we got to remember still that web three is still all of web three is still very profit oriented and, and maybe, maybe I can, I can wrap things up a little bit. Um, cause I need to go and I, I have a feeling we're keeping Jesse up late. Um, how well, does don't care
1: about Titan though? Right. Just, <laughs> <you>? um,
0: so I, <laughs> I, I did want to make yet another plug for Seed Starter, where uh, I think that Jesse wants to do things right with with crypto. Right being how perhaps how the SEC probably would like things to be. Um, is your is Seed Starter oriented around profit?
2: Like, is the company
0: oriented around profit? Well, no. I mean, if, if I were to buy something... I'm sure he I would I were,
1: like a paycheck.
0: If if I were to if I were to to get involved with the seed starter on, on your website. I mean, I'm expecting a profit, right?
2: Absolutely. But they are securities, right? They're registered securities.
0: So that makes it okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're investing in companies. Um, you know, so for example, uh, one of the things that was just live in a testing in the waters was the idea of investing in seed starter itself and what you would own is a royalty interest in the company. So if company, if the, if the company seed starter makes money, you make money along with it, you know, in a gross revenue uh, profit. But also in terms of companies that are live, if companies go live on the platform and they are successful and they make money, Seedstarter makes money, and then those who have the to- who have the royalty make money. Or if you invest in a company that goes live and that company either IPOs or takes investment, depending on what kind of thing they're offering, you can make money off of, off of that as well. And that's the goal, right? You're investing in small businesses, early startups, with the hope of them becoming a unicorn and having a billion dollar exit or something like that.
0: So with okay, so with Seed Starter, I can I I'm sure each company can do things differently. What I'm actually doing is I might be buying tokens or shares in a company. Yeah, they could be tokens, they could be shares, they, they could be credits, debt. Listen,
1: things. I told you about that, Faz. There's there's a guy on there, I, another fan. Jesse, you gotta get back to doing those. Those Twitter spaces, man. I'm serious. I was loving every one of those. There was a guy on there uh, who has vegan hamburgers that's on Seed Starter. And I shot you that note about that. I'm like, get over there. This guy is turning his hamburger stand that he used to do. He has this proprietary recipe for these vegan hamburgers. And he's starting to mass produce them. And I think there's risk, right? Because this guy could could flop, right? There's no guarantees on seed starter that you're actually going to make money. How is this? this But these are great ideas. I was like, I was like, you got to be kidding me! I'm a meat eater. I'm a carnivore. I, I, you know, but I'll put money in over here to to get this guy rolling because that's a fantastic idea. How is this? All you crazy vegans.
0: How is this different than Kickstarter?
2: Yeah. So Kickstarter is like a donation, right? You're going to put money into something, and you might get a product, or you might just get the good feeling of, hey, I helped that company start. What this is, is you actually own a security interest, whether it's stock, whether it's a future stock, whether it's, you know, royalty. You're actually literally it's Kickstarter, but plus investing in these companies.
0: OK, I, I need to get more involved in that. And and I would have been earlier. But like I said, I had a lot of moving, a lot of life changing going on and that's starting to calm down. Um, so I'm going to get back and, on the site. And, and you've got to get your
1: avatar too Faz avatar what oh what my mean? god we need to yeah. edu- we need to bring you back oh, into the realm, the realm of
0: avatar thing right yeah
1: I, did I saw
2: free about you it. know it was just a cool thing it's not a sale it's just like a user benefits where as you use the platform more you're going to get more free stuff um and you have an avatar just like they all look the same but if you uh, do this or if you do that you're going to get a trait and so it's going to start to make your avatar look a little bit different than everyone so i got to pay
0: you to get all this shit is that what you're saying
2: no, no.
1: There's great. there's cool levels that you can get to, and there's limits to how many people can be in certain levels. There will this be is, right. It's early. Yeah, We're not, I mean, this is yet, yeah. fantastic. Okay. This, Faz, you're missing out, man. Okay. You're missing well, out.
0: I'll, I'll get involved. Um, I <laughs> I have been involved in a very tangential way, um, but I, I'll get more involved in the actual site way,
2: or, or you know, like getting yep. on the site. And I appreciate any input, right? Like you look at it and tell me it's trash. You know, I need to know that. I mean, it's a small startup, right? We're, we're getting started. We're trying to get funding ourselves. I decided to turn down VC funding myself because how can I say, hey world, you should all crowdfund and then take VC funds, you know? So I'm, I'm self-funded right now and I'm, I'm working with the SEC to be able to do my own crowdfund thing where anyone can invest.
0: Okay, uh, without telling me your, your lawyer secrets, how the hell did you get the SEC to do this when apparently every fucking person in the universe like Coinbase and 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 others can't seem to get a straight story from the SEC? How did you get the straight story when they can't?
2: Well, let's be honest. I'm not the my token isn't live right now. You know, so you'd know if I got the okay by the SEC because this would be out there. So, you know, that kind of thing is still being still being worked on. But I mean, what I'm doing, and I don't want to accuse anybody, you know, because Coinbase, I think they operate pretty, you know, pretty reasonably, you know, and I think they took some chances early on that might not work out for them. But um, I don't think it was due to any severe fault of their own. But what I'm doing is I'm being very, very conservative up front. And I'm before I do anything, I'm I'm in a sense asking for permission. Right. So. I thought, Coinbase, I thought
0: Coinbase asked for permission for their like earned thing, which never happened. They're going to do a Coinbase. Um, but they did uh, it. They had earned. Well, they, okay. They had some sort of product that they were going to do that. They asked for permission first. They went to Gary Gensler and asked him and Gary Gensler refused to see him. And then they slapped a lawsuit on them.
2: On them. Well, I mean, I, I think that might be a little like a, that's a telling of the story. Right. But they, they might've asked for a meeting um, and they might've not gotten that meeting, but they then continued to then do that thing. You know, it's not like they were just like, Oh, uh, I'm not going to do it. They continue to do it.
0: They have a lot of money and they're going to take risk with their money. Like any good capitalist would. And And I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not calling them out for that.
2: You know, I think Coinbase is one of the most reasonable companies I've seen in the crypto space, you know, and
0: conservative generally. So sounds like you're, you're, Well, I think if you can actually get things going the right way, then you would be, you know, a a banner for how to do things the right way. And also you'd be a a first mover. So
2: (laughs) the the real truth is I just want to I want to show blockchain companies that there is another way to raise funds from the public, because that's what blockchain that's what crypto is really done for people. You know, yeah, there's all these great utilities, but a lot of companies have sold things and use that sale as a way to fund their business. Right. And then they owe no or they think they owe no obligations to those people who bought these things. And if the game doesn't get delivered, if the music does not whatever, you know, that company's use cases, they don't really owe them obligations. Um, But, you know, my opinion is rather than do it that way, leave the leave the games, you know, leave the NFT items to just game items, not towards funding. Come to a platform like Seedsutter or, or somewhere else, actually offer your users a, a way to invest in you to put that money into you and then actually get success with you. And then they might also, you know, buy your product as well, but not have to spend a hundred thousand dollars for that product, spend fifty bucks for it, spend twenty bucks, five cents, whatever that number is.
0: Okay. And on that note, uh I wanted I wanted to give Jesse the the, the last word uh because I, I really wanted the, the whole seed starter con concept to, to kind of sink in, but thank you. I am I I I, I might not have given Titan a chance to comment. So <laughs> would you like to give the last word, Mister Titan?
1: No, no. I I thought this was a fantastic cast, and thank you, Jesse, for taking some time out. I know you're ridiculously busy, and I'm glad for as much shit as I give you, Faz. For uh, missing some episodes there, it's really good to have you My back life. here. For no, I, I get it, but uh,
0: Christmas uh, is coming up. Shit's gonna get a bit uncoordinated oh. too,
1: and yeah, I, I've so been,
0: I have i've I've also have, having I've also been working later hours, and uh, so things might change there.
1: So for those who are are, are our. Regular listeners, we for the holiday, th- we're probably through mid January, we're probably most likely going to back the show up one hour. We'll probably go on around nine p.m. Eastern. That's eight seven six Central, or no six Pacific. So we we will probably be pushing that back just a little bit through the holidays. Uh, we don't have any major holidays that fall on Fridays, so we should should being the key phrase be able to continue through the next couple of weeks of, of various holidays um but we will be behind just so you know
0: all right well I appreciate very much uh Jesse coming to talk to us um Thank you. I'm I'm always happy to have you on and uh me and Jesse don't always see eye to eye but I respect him immensely same <laughs> very much so you respect yourself too that's 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 oh, good no, it's not <laughs> <laughs> giving you shit All right. On that note,